If you're struggling to lose weight, you've probably heard about weight loss medications like Wigovi or ZepBound, and you might be wondering if they're right for you. Meet Plush Care, a leading telehealth provider with doctors who are there for you day and night to partner with you in your weight loss journey. If you qualify, they can safely prescribe you medication from the comfort of your own home. To get started, visit plushcare.com slash weight loss. That's plushcare.com slash weight loss. plushcare.com slash weight loss. Hey, I'm Ryan Reynolds. Recently, I asked Mint Mobile's legal team if big wireless companies are allowed to raise prices due to inflation. They said yes. And then when I asked if raising prices technically violates those onerous two-year contracts, they said, what the f*** are you talking about, you insane Hollywood ass. So to recap, we're cutting the price of Mint Unlimited from $30 a month to just $15 a month. Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows full terms at mintmobile.com. Wow. Nice. Yeah. What you're hearing are the sounds of people everywhere putting on Bomba socks, underwear, and T-shirts made from absurdly soft materials that feel like plush clouds. Yeah, that plush. And the best part, for every item you purchase, Bombas donates another to someone facing homelessness. Bombas, big comfort for everyone. Go to bombas.com slash ACAST and use code ACAST for 20% off your first purchase. That's bombas.com slash ACAST, code ACAST. All right, Allison, your kids right now are with their uncle installing a geocache somewhere in the greater Newburyport, Newbury, West Newbury, Merrimack area of Massachusetts. So there you go. If you do geocaching stuff with your kids, you may be getting... I think adults do it, too. You may find the Shattuck Geocache. Uh, who knows what it'll say. Or, uh, But it's near the Merrimack River. I can tell you that much. I saw them down there, and uh, they were having a lot of fun. And all is good. All is well. I'm going to uh, entertain us both right now, Alice. Do you want to listen to the zany Northwest Airline flight attendant? Northwest Airline? Southwest, Southwest, sorry. Okay. Is there a Northwest? I don't even know if there is. I mean. uh, here we go. Here's the flight attendant. He's got the um, flotation device on his head. Just showing the safety information card. Oh, he's Place dancing. Place over your head. Wrap the strap around your waist. And he's a cowboy. It's actually not great. He threw the infant and proceeded to strut down the aisle. Let's see. I hate him. I, hate I figured you're not really one for any zany flight attendants. Well, I thought it might be interesting. I thought we might have something interesting happening here. Now, uh, there have been a number of polls uh, today, Alice, including one that uh, Jim Garrity wrote about where um, Joe Biden is doing terribly. His uh, <sighs> approval numbers, competency numbers are like in the 30s, et cetera. Yeah. We talked about this last night some. Mm-hmm. I do think that... That things like the administration's, I mean, what they've done, and this is uh, this is somebody else's take, but it's it's how I feel. Biden sold his soul to the left, to the hard left, right when he came into office, and they hate him for it. 
and the people who thought they could get something done just end of Trump. It's time for some cool, calm, and collected behavior. They hate him too. Right. Um, I think the the problem with the Biden administration, he actually reminds me, you know, we were talking about the real world and bad people. Mm-hmm. I talked about Puck from the real world, like being the, one of the first really together horrible, abysmal human beings on the earth. This is my generation. This was something that we would watch this and this kid Puck, he was rude. He was of somewhat violent. He was dishonorable. He was gross. He was um, ugly. He was um, crass. He was selfish. He was just a wretched, wretched MF. And of course, he got very popular. So people try, tried to be the puck of their real world. So, so mm-hmm. in other words, terrible behavior paid off. This administration is... They're perfectly awful in every way. And I've never right. seen... Like, he's getting all... The judges would hold up all tens on everything, including, like, attitude. Absolute condescension. The, the gaslighting... Again and again, the um, they they don't acknowledge a problem. Then they you know flame you for asking about something, and eventually they acknowledge it and blame it on something else. It's okay. So it is it is zero responsibility, zero accountability, total arrogance, and total incompetence. Right. They have all the wrong personality traits. <laughs> Everything. It's true. And Ron Klain is sitting around on Twitter today retweeting uh, Dana Milbank at the Washington Post had an opinion piece called uh, Give Biden a Break. For weeks, Democrats have arrayed themselves in a traditional circular firing formation complaining about the president. Here's the deal, Democrats. You need to give Joe Biden a break. My latest column. And this is what Ron Klain's doing is he's searching the Internet for anyone anywhere who will throw Biden a bone and say he, maybe he's not doing such a terrible job after all and retweeting that instead of doing something about the disaster that is this administration retweeting opinion writers on Twitter doesn't do anything well yes what it's doing is saying stop having traditional standards for anything we're doing right and just snap onto it just you change Everybody, the the, the problem a, is your opinion. The problem isn't us. Yes, the problem is you're looking at your your. You need to turn the channel on what you expect from us, <laughs> right? Because I mean, we're like, not going to do could anything. Could the people inside the White House make some decisions on some actions they could take to deal with literally any problem that's happening? You know what a good question would be for, and I don't know if she's been asked for Karine Jean Pierre. Mm-hmm. Is if we're at war? Oh yeah. Because he keeps saying it's a time of war and gas right. stations need to lower their prices. Yeah, we're t- we're taking all the you know austerity measures or you know all in war effort measures apparently that they took in World War II. But I believe in that war we're directly engaged in war. Yeah. So if it's we're in war. war, then I think we should go try to win it or end it. Mm-hmm. Rather than simply keep paying for it, so we can watch you know old you know once beautiful cities get flattened to the ground. I mean, Putin is willing to have as many Russian troops killed as it takes. He doesn't care. He doesn't... This is the Russian way. According to the people that I've talked to, they're used to this. They're used to life sucking. Mm -hmm. 
So why are we in a war of attrition? Why have we essentially put an umbilical cord from us to Ukraine? And if we have one, I understand. Putin's a big dickhead. I get it. Zelensky is a, what a story, you know, and the Ukrainian people, that's fine. And, and the, I actually like the colors of the flag, which you're wearing right now. <laughs> Not uh, on purpose. This is all, my high school and all this, uh, Oh, okay. Um, so, and I get it. But if we're then at war, if it's a time of war, then let Zelensky hit the Russian, Russian mainland. Let Zelensky win the war. Right. Now, if there's a I mean, chance that they're going to get nuked for that, well, babe, you know. I mean, I also reject the premise that us paying more for gas at the gas station somehow hurts Putin. Right. That's right. not, that's fake. <laughs> like, right. driving can, gas prices up because we refuse to do business with Russia, uh, that only helps him because he can sell his oil for more. Like, that's... But uh, and, and to countries that we don't like, so, like China. So it doesn't, it's not hurting Putin that we're paying five bucks a gallon at the gas pump. That doesn't hurt Putin. It, and not to mention, I mean, like most of the rise in prices was before the invasion of Ukraine. This is, mm-hmm. I mean, like that exacerbated it, obviously, because it was like a, a shock to the markets. But this isn't something that's like solely due to that. So I know they love to tweet out hashtag Putin price hike, but you know, it comes back to the fundamental problem that they think this is like a messaging issue still. That they haven't explained it to you well enough what a great job that they're doing. And if they like, you know, they try different tones. Sometimes they cajole you. Sometimes they try and bribe you by like getting a cute cat. Sometimes they, you know, vaguely threaten you like the op-ed that ron Klein is retweeting saying you need to give him a break like cut out your antics all of you you need to get in line come on like sometimes they're sort of trying to give you the tough talk to get in line with the biden administration so they they do it with different tones but they're still fundamentally like trying to figure out what the way is they can talk Mm -hmm. to us to make us like the biden administration and right. they haven't found it yet because they suck. And they suck in like a fundamental underlying way at doing everything that makes the country go. So it doesn't really matter what Karine Jean-Pierre says or what Jen Psaki says or whoever it is standing at the podium. What they say when they're standing up there isn't actually changing the price of stuff at the grocery store. And that's what like most people vote on, right? Like... I hate to tell you, like, I know the Roe v. Wade thing is out there, but I bet you there's, like, half the country that doesn't even know what Roe v. Wade is, mm-hmm. doesn't know that the Supreme Court did anything with any of it, and, frankly, like, doesn't really care. Like, that is so obscure. What people do care about is if they have enough money to, like, buy groceries and fill their car. Of course. And at the end of the day, you can't fake that. And that's a big problem for them. You can't spin it. You can't fake it. You can't talk people out of believing that they're seeing what's happening. Like, there's just not a way around it. That article that you read yesterday from CNN, Mm -hmm. which I read today. You read it on the air, right? I can never remember. Uh Uh-huh. Yeah, a chunk of it. That is effing devastating. I read it today fresh for the first Mm time. um, And not only is it just full of clean shots at the Biden administration and of incredibly detailed pictures of disarray and chaos. 
Right. But, like, the writer rose to the occasion. It's written brilliantly. Right. It is a long read that reads like a short read. It is wonderful. Just read the lead. Do you remember it? Um, off the top of my head, no, I'd have to go back and look. For I can, it. I, I can read have it. Have it teed up here. I can read yeah, it go because ahead. I tweeted it. Go ahead. The lead. Deborah Messing was fed up. How effing perfect! What <laughs> condemnation of that is there uh, of right. this White House already? Some has been Hollywood progressive wacko, certainly unstable. I've always found very attractive. Um, nuts is fed up. And she has the ears of the White House. She's had enough of trying to help them. Help them. Right. Well, just the fact that they're on the phone with a bunch of celebrities explaining to them what they need to post on TikTok to help the administration combat the Supreme Court overturning Roe v. Wade. Like, no, that doesn't actually do anything. Getting the celebrities to post on TikTok, having the gay boy with the long fingernails record a funny video with Jen Well, he's Saki. not gay, Allison. If he was, I'm not sure you're allowed to call him the gay boy, by the way. Just so you Is know. that not allowed? But he is a boy, technically. I guess. I don't know. Is he not gay? I don't, I don't think he is. I don't know what he is. Everybody's gay now who's under 30, so I don't know. I don't, I don't know. Okay, well, whatever. Having the kid with the long fingernails do a funny video with Jen Psaki where he pretends to be working at the White House. Mm-hmm. Like, they, this doesn't solve the problems of the American people. But the well, fact that they're but right don't now... Don't move off of that. Don't move off of that. Okay. It wasn't just that. He's working at the White House now with Jen Psaki... Well, he's not really. Uh, else. <laughs> okay. <laughs> I know he's not really else. <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> Just so you know, he's not really working at the White House. Sometimes okay. I don't know how dumb you actually are. The fact is, is that they put on this parody of this freak dude showing him in a position at the white house being purely detached and incompetent right you do that if you're a competent white house you don't do that if you are an incompetent white house because (laughs) that dude now is kareen jean pierre we have the real thing now we actually have incompetence in this white house we have disarray in this White House and disloyalty, and it's falling apart. Right. This White House is the Uvalde police. And listen to this, Alice. Here's a new okay. he- headline. This is how this 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 White House is the Uvalde police. Headlines: Report details more missed chances in Uvalde school shooter shooting. Officer had gunman in sights outside of building. Never shot. Yeah. Apparently, he asked permission from his superiors to shoot and did not. Which is uh, incredible to me. I can't. <sighs> but like, I also can't think about this shooter in Illinois, whose parents, three months after he threatened to kill the whole family, to such a serious extent that they called the police and had the police confiscate all his knives that he apparently had a big collection of in his closet. Right. Uh, three months later, the dad sponsored him to get an underage gun permit. First of all. Even the even like why is there all his knives? <laughs> I know, like what? <laughs> the kid painted a picture of a school shooter in the side of his house with a smiley face on it. Right. Exactly, like 
very normal stuff, I think. Like, I mean, just the fact, I mean, if your kid gets a neck ta- tattoo, like, that's red flag one that you don't get them a gun permit, right? Yeah, if your kid looks like that kid. Right. He's then, a walking human red flag. Yeah, he's a psycho. That's right. So I'm I don't, sorry about this. How old was he? Shooter? 22. First of all, the fact that he's living at home is my first red flag. <laughs> go away. Time he was working at now. Panera. Okay, it's time for him to go now. <laughs> Some psycho chick who was in love with him uh, did a big interview with like the New York Post or somebody about how she thinks it's because she didn't date him that he went crazy. And she feels really bad about it now. Mostly, I think he didn't care about her or about anything at all. But she worked with him at Panera. So that's how I know he worked at Panera. But yeah. Yeah. If your 22-year-old has the disposable income and interest to go get a bunch of like neck and face tattoos and is like painting cartoons of school shooters on the side of your house, maybe like rethink everything about the situation of them living at your house and everything therein. And definitely don't help them get a firearms license. Like just a thought. I don't know. It seems insane to me. Here's Kamala Harris to the rescue. Yeah, what we need to do domestically, what we need to do to bring down the cost of gas. Uh, well, right? Uh, right? I seen a meme the other day that said, me Googling online how to make gas at home. Okay? Oh, don't do that. Don't do that. <laughs> Please don't do that. Hilarious. <laughs> Thank you, Madam Vice President. (laughs) By the way, we've got this video that you've sent as well with these climate activists who shut down um, Mm -hmm. a highway in Maryland. Yes. And people, some of the drivers are angry, including one who's on parole, who rips the signs away and starts trying to move people. Mm Mm-hmm. Uh, he got physical with them. It says, I don't know, did yeah. the cops arrive by the time the he was The police arrested him, yeah. They arrested him? Yes. The guy who was moving people off of the street? He was trying to get physical with the protesters. They warned people not to get physical with the protesters. and he was. Even getting, though he said he had to get He had to get to parole. his job or he was going to go to jail because he was on parole. Yes. Okay, so here's my feeling on this. Mm-hmm. Yeah, he was like pleading with them, please just open one lane. I re- like I need to go to my job so that because I am on parole and I'm going to go to jail if I do not show up to work. Here's my feeling on these people who block the highways. Mm-hmm. I do not recommend that people run people over if they're in the highways. Mm-hmm. I do not recommend that people hit the gas and send these people flying 500 feet in the air or just crush them dead. Sort of thing. I okay. do not recommend that whatsoever. Okay. Whatsoever. Okay. At all. And I don't encourage it. Mm-hmm. That said, if it happens, I'm fine. You're I'm, not going to lose sleep. I'm absolutely fine. I'm fine. <laughs> you know what? It has to be a rolling the dice situation when you sit in the middle of the road. 
Well, right. And you're screwing with other people's lives. Right. When you sit in the road, roads are places where people who have real things to do are. Whether it's you need to get to your job because you're on parole or whether it's you need to get somebody to the hospital who's very ill or whatever it is. Right. Like whatever it is, the roads are for people who need to go places, not for you to sit and make a point about the climate, a point which may or may not even be true. Like we don't even really know That's, But yeah. But yeah, I mean, props to, I think it's like Ford Fisher, the guy who he he does, he goes to a lot of protests and records mm-hmm. a bunch of raw video footage and stuff, but he does a great job and, and that for getting that footage of that guy, because it is very moving. Like the idea that these people are standing in your way and they're so compassionate and such good people and so nice that the work they're doing is so important that they're going to screw up your life possibly for a very long time it's wonderfully uh you know just uh introspective too you know mm-hmm. no my thing matters right now my thing matters the most uh, my thing matters right now just like with uh the dude Leon thomas i feel good when i get to win against the girls i feel good now i'm happy it's very important i get to be happy i get to be happy in the middle of the road this is about me right now a lot over do you have enough money to pay for everything you need well, Republicans do nothing to obstruct our efforts to lower your gas taxes. I propose that. I've asked the Congress to eliminate the federal gas tax for the next, as long as this crisis goes on. Lower food prices, lower health care costs. Hopefully soon, lower your prescription drug costs. By the way, you got, a, you got a Republican leader in the United States Senate. I was able to work out something with Intel. They're going to provide a lot over... It's a new approach. The prices are high because Republicans are blocking my agenda. Yep. <laughs> the Republicans won't vote for the food prices to be lower, honey. They're just all out there voting against the make the food prices be lower magic wand bill. Not that a ton of economists haven't pointed out that the Biden agenda has made inflation worse and everything that he wants to do would make it even more worse. Er, right. Like that's, that's what the actual economists say about all his proposals to do something about inflation is that it will make it worse. Just like his problem with the strategic oil reserves where we're, they're now at their like lowest point ever. And we're going to be in trouble if we actually need them. So go us. That's great. Um, Everything Biden does makes things worse. And I, I mean, I don't see. So I spent a bunch of time like looking at congressional races a little bit and like. Many of us have those stubborn pounds that seem impossible to lose, no matter how good we eat or how hard we work out. My solution is plush care. Plush care is a leading telehealth provider with doctors who are there for you day and night to partner with you in your weight loss journey. They can prescribe FDA-approved weight loss medications like Wagovi and Zepbound for those who qualify. Plus, they accept most insurance plans. To get started, visit plushcare.com slash weight loss. That's plushcare.com slash weight loss. Ready to start talking to your kids about financial literacy? Meet Greenlight, the debit card and money app that teaches kids and teens how to earn, save, spend wisely, and invest with your guardrails in place. Parents can send instant money transfers, automate allowance, and more. Plus, keep an eye on spending with real-time notifications. 
Join more than 6 million parents and kids building healthy financial habits together on Greenlight. Get your first month free at greenlight.com slash ACAST. That's greenlight.com slash ACAST. And the projections of different things and like, I, I mean, I think the Republicans will take back the House for sure. The Senate mm-hmm. is like a little more iffy, but basically I think like max the Republicans could pick up like four seats in the Senate. Like that's sort of the best case scenario, I think, is they could end up at like fifty four forty six. So it's like still not enough for them to really do anything. Well, do anything may change depending on this election and how polling looks afterwards. I mean, I guess that that's true. But yeah, because like different people are up in 2024, obviously. But well, but also uh, the push is on. It is so desperate out there that it is 2024 for Democrats. I think a lot of them have looked past this November, know it's going to be a wash, a wash out, know that they're screwed. And they're saying, we need to start a campaign now. Somebody needs to start a campaign now. And the fact that they're looking at Gavin Newsom mm-hmm. is effing bizarre because, <laughs> I mean, we've been talking about this guy for 20 years on the right since he was mayor of San Francisco. And he is a deranged man. You know, he's, I guess he was good looking. I don't think really think he is anymore. But He has, sort of has a vampire looking thing right. going on. But he's also, he's like in the same vein as Trudeau. He's highly malevolent, arrogant beyond <laughs> belief. He is somebody who is who enjoys the trappings of elitism, mm-hmm. um, and he's run a state into the ground. Yeah, I don't think that that flies in most of America. I mean, can you think of a modern president that got elected that didn't have some credibility as like regular guy? Average Joe kind of guy. I mean, like, so obviously, like, that's part of the Joe Biden appeal, right? Is that he's like scrappy Joe from Scranton. Well, yeah. Or whatever. I mean, it's BS. But what I'm saying is that, I like, don't know. Obama? Was, did Obama uh, have a regular guy thing? I think he did a little bit. He was not regular guy. He was an extraordinary story. There was no story like his, really. I mean, that that's true in a sense. But he, like... I think that even though he wasn't necessarily the best at selling it, that he was that guy. I think that he had, he had some kind of like you could have a beer with this guy aspect to him. Uh, right? You know, what? we should put him aside because I, I also I think there are other motives for many people in America, and I know you're not supposed to say that for electing him. Yeah, but I, but I still think there's like something about Obama. Like I would eat dinner with the Obamas. Well, how about this? Right? Would you not? Uh, I don't. Uh, I could hang out with him. I, Michelle isn't my speed. Okay, fine. But you, but you could hang out with him. Sure. He's like normal guy in that sense. Like he's somebody that you could. But would you eat dinner with Gavin Newsom? Uh, no. Right. No. That's what he's I'm a, saying. He's a preak. But but also here's the thing about Obama is also Obama was blessed because he was showcased next to Hillary. Well, so, yeah, that would make anybody look relatable. Right. So next to her, yeah. Um, but they're all excited about Newsom. I don't understand. Like, you want Newsom? They tried to recall him in California. Why not just push Beto back? <laughs> like, they keep finding these people who are... Well, who do they have who's good? Really? Like, who's good? 
Who would be like smart for them to run in 2025? Uh, is Tim Ryan still No, what he, well, I mean, he exists. He's a, he is in America, but I I mean like who Who's good? Who's, who's like Who's good? If you were the Democratic Party right now, who would you be trying to get to run? I, I mean, there were I mean, honestly, this is going to sound nuts because he's terrible in so many ways. But I almost think they'd have a better shot with Andrew Cuomo than almost anyone else. He does come... He did kill all the people in the nursing homes and right, gropes but he, women, but, but... he was good at infrastructure, as a matter of fact. But I feel like in terms of like likability and name recognition and like being semi having the appearance of being semi-competent and like being able to run an administration he like has that more than almost any other democrat that i can think of off the top of my head yeah i can't i, I can't think of i mean unless you had somebody like charlie baker or larry hogan decide to run as a democrat switch parties mm-hmm I could see that working, but like, I, I mean, I don't know how they'd fare in a primary either necessarily, but. It's very tough because it's very hard to think of somebody. Their bench sucks. I mean, that's the thing is like the, and this is, I think still, I think still the dividends of the Tea Party movement in 2010 are still sort of showing up for Republicans here mm -hmm. because they do, I do really feel, and obviously I'm biased. Because I like the Republicans more than I like the Democrats. But, uh, you know, I think that the Republicans have, like, a plethora of great people that they could run for a lot of the, for, you know, throughout a variety of states. People with real credibility who've had real jobs and done real stuff and are actually good at this and are likable and good candidates. I don't think the Democrats have the same thing. I think a lot of their people are just terrible. I would have said, had he still been in the party, that Andrew Yang is interesting mm -hmm. and refreshing. And UBI no longer seems as crazy as it was since yeah. we UBI'd everybody. Although I don't know if he has the establishment chops to like win a primary, which somebody right. like Andrew Cuomo would. And I understand he's damaged now, but I still think that he, he might be a better choice for them than a lot of other people. Like, what, you're going to run Buttigieg? Like, uh, give me Buttigieg two years ago. I mean, Buttigieg has, has coughed up infrastructure. He can't, <laughs> well, he's yeah. over, he's done. He can't, in the world where nobody can fly on planes and... All the goods in America are stuck at the ports. You can't have the transportation guy. No, run all you have for to do have a split, split screen of him saying something and all the port backups and you know mothers looking for milk, and then him claiming that Chaston is a mother. Like, <laughs> so, seriously, we understand the formula shortage too. Like, <sighs> uh, come on, like who's an interesting? It's like once in a while, like there are some Democrats who are moderate. Sometimes, like Bob Menendez, you know, he's got, you know, he's got trouble with the law, but he doesn't want Israel to be pushed into the sea. Um, it's very tough. But yeah, there's almost no one left in their party who's not absolutely insane or like completely useless and incompetent. Or I mean, like I mean, there's people like Klobuchar too, but she's so unlikable, yeah. you know. Like I mean, I like her for different reasons. <laughs> I mean, I know, but uh, maybe Booker is pretty good. Yeah, but it matters because Booker is pretty good because he's so damn charismatic and personable mm -hmm. until he's not, and he assumed a new personality la during the election last time. 
Right. It was terrible. And so it's like, oh, so I see this. This You can work a room and you've got a good smile and you know how to make eye contact. But when it comes down to it, when the lights are on you, then you retreat to a personality you think is better suited. You can't. I mean, maybe that was just uh, presidential maturity. Who knows? Mm-hmm. So, but when he turns it on, he's very charming. That's a good one. There's no doubt about that. Other than that, like you look at the people there, like the um, uh, Liz Warren's Ka- obviously she's angling. obviously awful. Bernie Joaquin is Castro. awful. Well, Bernie Castro said he's is awful. Swalwell obviously is a uh, is a is a mud maggot. So this is might sound crazy and out of left field, but AOC will be old enough. Mm-hmm. Yeah, but she's she's a nuts ideologue. Yeah, but I mean, like people liked Bernie and. He's also not. At least he put a little time in. You know, he liked the. He went to Russia when it was the Soviet Union and quite <laughs> liked it. You know, I mean, he's an old communist hippie. Those are a different. Those are kind of vetted and and we're used to them. She's a spoiled, rich, beautiful woman who made demands of her constituents and met, went to the Met Gala. If I were the DNC, I would feel better about having her than Kamala as the top of the ticket. Um, well... Because with AOC, it's like a moonshot, but like at least there's a chance there that something nuts will happen and AOC will be president. Like With Kamala, like it's she's just so awful. You know that you're screwed with Kamala. It's a safer choice, obviously, but it's like. But yeah, I can't think of anyone. Their party sucks. Everyone's terrible. They're not like in shape to try and win a presidency. And and Biden is making it worse by the fact that he keeps saying he's going to run. Yeah, he is. But how do they. How does he not do that? I mean, it goes against every political instinct he has. Well, and in some sense, it probably, in terms of like him getting stuff done right now, it probably is the right and smart thing for him to continue right. to say you can't that. Make because yourself you, a lame duck two years early. Right. I mean, that's, it's not, he's not, I mean, of course, he's not going to be able to get anything done anyway either because he's just so bad at this. But, um, but I don't. Yeah, at some point, like, the party has to say, like, we need to look forward to 2024 because this isn't working out right now. Yeah, well, it's a mess. The the thing is, but they also just don't... Like, what will be left of their party? Because they're making their own voters so mad right now, right? Like, there's all these memes going around among, like, liberal activists, like, very far lefties who are just furious that Roe v. Wade was allowed to happen. Furious that... The Biden administration isn't doing anything about it. And they it. had six weeks. Remember, they got a tip. Mm-hmm. They, they got should have, They should have had entire campaigns. Mm-hmm. The entire communication shop should have, half of them should have been, been made. Ready. Yes, and bring in other people and make a task force and right. have a plan. As a matter of fact, not only have a plan, but that's a lifeline for the election. If you have a whole campaign that's about women's mm-hmm. health, reproductive rights. Right. And have it multi-tiered, have it kitchen table and have it ideological. Well, then, then you've maybe got something going Instead, here. Instead, Deborah Messing is screaming at them on the phone. 
Right. And all the liberal activists are posting memes saying, don't ask me for any money anymore and don't tell me to vote harder and all this stuff. Like, you guys have both houses of Congress and you have the presidency and you're telling me to vote more? Like, we put you there, do something about this. Like, they're just mad at their own party right now. Like, the... The whole Roe getting overturned decision, even though I think it's a right decision and I'm happy about it, was fraught with risk for Republicans and could have definitely hurt them going into the November elections. But the way that it's shaping up, the way that the Biden administration and Democrats are handling it, it's looking more to me like this is going to end up hurting Democrats, that their own voters are going to be demoralized, stay home, be angry at their own party, not vote, not donate money. Like, Deborah Messing isn't mad at me (laughs) she's not mad at clarence thomas i mean maybe a little bit but mostly she's mad at the biden administration who's in her view letting roe get overturned and then calling her up asking her to do something about it which like yeah if i were their voters i'd be pissed too don't call me up and ask me for money don't call me up and ask me to do something you're the freaking president we put you there you're the one who's supposed to do something. That's how the Democrat voters feel right now. And, like, I mean, I can't say I blame them. That's why I, like, feel good about my vote for Trump, even though he's so annoying. Mm-hmm. Like, is because at the end of the day, Roe did get overturned. Like, I got what I was looking for, actually, out of the Trump presidency. Ooh, hey, how about I have a, I have, although he'd have to switch parties. How about this for a Democrat? Okay. John Huntsman. I mean, yeah, he's like in the Charlie Baker mm-hmm. kind of thing. I could see it happening. Or even like Schwarzenegger could switch parties and do it. Or he's not born here, no. right? I forgot. Um, but yeah, I remember when there was talk about Republicans drafting him and trying to get the law changed so that he could be president. That's funny. Yeah, or um, how about the Mavericks owner? Oh, I don't know. Jobs.com. Oh, Cuban? Yes. Mark Cuban? Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, but now we're out of the realm of, like, politicians, right? right? Now you're into the pool of Trumps. <laughs> right. Right. Now you're in, again, like, moonshot candidates, right? You have no, there's no establishment bench. That's why they're floating oh, uh, Hillary again. Like, what is it, what are they doing talking about Hillary running again? Well, if you're going to get Hillary, then you might as well get, um, uh, who just lost the, Governor's race in Virginia. Terry McAuliffe. McAuliffe. But if we get him, you know, people, his negatives aren't nationally as high as hers are because people don't know him. He's a politician from the days when people were sane, but then again, he just lost on the parents' issue so they could use that against him so he'd be, be useless. It's remarkable. I don't know. It's. Uh, maybe, uh, but somebody like, like Tammy Duckworth. But do people know who she is? She is a vet. I mean, she's decent. She was definitely in the conversation for, like, VPs when Biden was saying he was going to pick a VP. Yeah, and she's a veteran, and she seems to be a serious human being, maybe? I I don't... Yeah, and then you could have some more people who would be more like Buttigieg was this last cycle, who are sort of random small-time politicians. Like, nobody's looking at the mayor of South Bend you know, but you could mm-hmm. have like people who are congressmen or people who are mayors or, or of relatively large cities and towns that could, you know, show up and uh, Keisha Lance Bottoms. I am or... going to pick Lori Lightfoot 
I'm going to endorse <laughs> I think her. That would be an error on the part of Democrats. I'm going to endorse her. To as go a matter that of fact. route. But I mean, people are already talking about what's the New York guy, Eric Adams. Yeah. People are already talking about him, too. Why? He's a moron. He's ruining <laughs> everything. My... He's a dumb. <laughs> oh, goodness. So let's want a little chat chat before we go. I guess. Let's do chat chat. Someone commented and said, like, chat chat, thumbs down. And I'm not sure if they meant because they don't like the chat chat or because they were upset that we only did, like, two chat chat calls yesterday before I got sidetracked and talked about something else. And we didn't. Yes. Get elaborate on your hatred yes, for the chat chat. Explain why you're mad at the chat chat from yesterday. Okay. Because I. Hey, Tom, sure. I was wondering if uh, you were going to go on uh, your radio show and discuss if uh, Nancy Pelosi's breasts were real or not. All right. Bye. So you saw this picture? No. There's a picture of her like on vacation. Just search Nancy Pelosi. It's going to come up. But I, I mean, okay. Like, whatever. Pelosi in Italy? Yeah. I, I don't really care, frankly, how Pelosi looks in a swimsuit because uh, she sucks for so many other reasons that I like can't or in a whatever swimsuit top or whatever that is like i yeah. don't really i don't really care and uh, for so, so, a lady who's so, like a hundred or whatever she is i don't think she honestly so here's my terrible. feeling i, don't really I think care. that nancy pelosi i think she's probably real i think that's probably yeah. real stuff i think that um um in, in 1963 that was a fine looking american young lady there uh, absolutely yeah. <clears throat> so i endorse young nancy pelosi i don't want to try to sexualize this version of nancy pelosi sorry about that Oh, who was the one who was so cute when she was uh, the one, the Republican who ran, the Italian woman who ran last time around? Marilinda Garcia. No, Alice. She ran for president. She she was she ran Compact or something. Hewlett Packard. Oh, in California. No, yeah, no, Carly no. Oh, Farina. Carly Fiorina. Fiorina. You think yes. she's huh? No, in the '60s she was so. Oh God, I'm starving. My wife has me on a juice cleanse. Three days of water, green juice, Oof. pumpkin soup Oof. for some reason, and disgusting shakes. Yeah, I don't necessarily recommend it. Um, whatever weight I've lost, I'm sure I'll make back three times over on vacation. And I will say I'm hungry enough that I could actually eat one of those New York Supreme pizzas with broccoli and artichokes on it. Yeah. So beware. Yeah, no, Dan, I am probably going to – well, I just talked to a, a guy today, this morning, who uh, who did one of these, like, crazy diets where they put you on mm-hmm. stuff, and he said it was – that he lost 100 pounds, and that he was absolutely miserable for the entire time, and then he gained – or at least a lot of the weight back, I think. But it was, it was miserable. But I may be on my way, else. I may be one of these people very soon, in which case I'll be highly – Are we allowed – we're probably no, embargoed. Okay. Uh, yeah. Um, but we'll talk about that. Uh, I didn't really mean to start a fire there with the whole uh, Ellen Page, Elliot Page thing, but um, just makes me wonder uh, where, uh, you know, since Ellen is uh, departed this earth, I wonder where the the money is going to go. Is it going to go to um, the uh, the wife or the family? I don't know. All right, bye. More than departed, Justin. Ellen Page doesn't has never existed. Ever. I don't even know that, what name that is, nope. and has never, and I don't appreciate been that on name planet being... Earth, so we can't even speculate. Correct, correct. Yes, we can. We highly condemn what we just heard from Justin. <laughs> Thank you so much for listening. As always, everybody, you can leave us those messages for the chat chat at uh, 
burnbarrelpodcast.com. There's a red button where you can leave a message. You can also email us burnbarrelpodcast at gmail.com or always find us on social media at burnbarrelpod on Twitter. I want to add something here, Alice. Okay. You've been condemning, uh, sorry, you condemned the gay boy today, which is excellent. Is that uh, not allowed? But, Are you but, not allowed but, to call somebody but, a gay boy? But we've also, Alison, shh. Okay. Keep it fifteen seventy project. Okay. <laughs> um, but 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 we've been talking about all these teachers who are trans or gay and this and coming out to their kids and using their kids as sounding okay. boards. There is a straight, very attractive teacher on TikTok talk who did the same thing, and I want to play this audio of her and we'll condemn her. Me telling my okay, students my ex BF texted me. Are you ready? So there I was minding my own business and guess who texted me last night? My my ex-boyfriend. Oh, what did he say? He said, he said, I wish I, I, every single night I wish that I could text you, but I just don't frowny face. What? Oh, that's Can we see the text? He's definitely sus for sure. Why don't you get back I didn't, I didn't text him back, should I? Yeah. Okay, psycho. Obviously, she <laughs> should be removed from teaching. Yes, I yes. also want the Don't Say Gay Bell to include taking her out of a teaching position because that's nuts, and obviously. Should be banned. Wait, do I have to start over? Did no, you start just the song? where you left off. Well, but then will I have too much time left? At yeah, probably. Don't worry about it. It's dwindling as we speak, else. It's almost over. You're crashing Basically the train into the station as we speak. Such so. from real podcast. Uh, what else can you do? You can uh, write us a review on Apple Podcasts. We appreciate that. Find Does anybody us- stick around <laughs> for this part of the show? No. Say la vie. Imagine the softest sheets you've ever felt. Now imagine them getting even softer over time. That's what you'll feel with Bowling Branch's organic cotton sheets. In a recent customer survey, 96% replied that Bowling Branch sheets get softer with every wash. Start getting your best night's sleep in these sheets that get softer and softer for years to come. Try their sheets with a 30-night guarantee. Plus, get 15% off your first order at BowlingBranch.com. Code BUTTERY. Exclusions apply. See site for details. ACAST powers the world's best podcasts. Here's a show that we recommend. The Real Housewives is a guilty pleasure for most, but if you're looking to not feel guilty about that pleasure, tune in to Everything Iconic with me, Danny Pellegrino, where I break down all the messy moments and behind-the-scenes antics of Bravo's popular franchise. And on Everything Iconic, I also interview celebrity guests like Kelly Ripa, Kiki Palmer, Drew Barrymore, Cameron Diaz, and more about their guilty pleasures, their past work, and so much more. So if you're pop culture obsessed and find yourself watching way too much reality TV like me, tune in to Everything Iconic with Danny Pellegrino, wherever you listen to podcasts. ACAST helps creators launch, grow, and monetize their podcasts everywhere. ACAST.com.